Are we recording? Recording. All right, so this is episode number two. I'm here with Raul. You're going to have to forgive me, but I need help with your last name. Okay. You want the pronunciation in American or in Spanish? Let's let's start with Spanish. Cuñarro. Cuñarro. Yeah. That, not bad. No? That's good. Okay, now let's let's hear the English watered-down version. Cunaro. Cunaro. <laughs> just, just stop rolling those R's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, so tell us where you're from. I'm from Spain. Um Born in uh, the border between Leon and Asturias, which is about three hours north from Madrid. For, okay, so if we're looking at Spain, where is that north? Is it, is it south? Is it so? It's east? the north coast. Okay, there is a uh, cordillera, which is like a mountains there that is close okay. to the close to the beach, close to the coast. Uh-huh. That's where I'm from. It's and uh, and what sea or ocean is that right there to the north of you? Uh, is the Atlantic, which is okay called um, uh, we call Cantabrico, but it's part. It's like the Atlantic between France and and Spain. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, and you're actually getting ready to head back pretty soon. I am, yeah, June and July. Okay, so tell me, what are you most excited about going back to? The food. <laughs> the food. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm two. This is only the second time I've done it, but <laughs> two for two. It's always the food. Yeah. All right. So tell me about Spanish food. Oh man. There is there depends where you go is different but it's just everything It's like the products are always fresh you can just you can even buy the animals alive in the supermarket really so, yeah I will I go to the coast in um, in Galicia over there is north of Portugal and uh, I love seafood so okay we actually go in the mornings to the close to the sea mm-hmm. and then the boats come in the morning they leave the fish there so we buy like with this big crabs and lobster and, mm-hmm. and all that. You just buy it alive and then you just take it home and they cook really? it. Really? Yeah. So is, I mean, is the uh, kind of the supermarket different over there in Spain? Where I, I've heard it's a lot more like farmer's markets every day as opposed to going to a grocery store where you have stock shelves. Well, yes and no. It depends. There is a, there is always a market in all the cities, which, yes, is more like stands where you have the fruit stand and mm-hmm. you have the fish and you have the meat mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool and it's it's very touristy right all the mm-hmm. people go to these markets and oh, sure. they want to go to barcelona there's a big market and yeah p- local people also buy there because it's fresh products it's usually like vegetables fruits meats and fish okay but we also have the regular supermarkets where you go here like the high V's and all that mm-hmm. um yeah, where you buy everything and where is it that you find the live animals and, and the markets. That's yeah. in the markets. Yeah. Okay. That's in the markets. Not holding cattle in, in grocery no, stores. No, no, no. I mean, it's mostly feasts and it's more like crabs and all that that oh. you can buy. Is it largely a seafood diet then? Uh, yeah. I mean, as, as the Mediterranean diet is really a mix of everything. That's why they say it's the healthiest. And the reason it's the healthiest is because it's a mix of everything, right? So oh, you eat everything. Okay. You mm-hmm. eat meat, you eat fish, you eat vegetables, you eat fruit. So okay. that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's like... The peninsula where we are is we are surrounded by sea, so mm-hmm. we have a lot of seafood, mm-hmm. and then of course we have a lot of cows, pigs, and mm-hmm. yeah, meat like everybody. And then the Mediterranean part, um, which is the east part, uh, has a lot of fruits mm-hmm. that we sell a lot of fruit to France and mm-hmm. know, the north of Europe. And, and yeah, from what you're telling me, it's all it's all fresh food. So you're always eating fresh stuff yeah, rather than correct processed, yeah. packaged. So you shipped have to, across country type w- thing. Where where is the fruit that you buy here in the supermarket? Where is coming from? 
So, I mean, if I get strawberries, it's probably coming from California. Carrots are from California. I mean, okay, uh, but other fruits like where is the avocados coming from? Mexico. Avocados are Mexico. Where is California? One thing I was looking on the, I was buying seafood yesterday on High V. Okay. And I went to see where. That's definitely not local. Yeah. Where is the the streams coming? And I see like coming from Thailand. And it's like. That's a long way for a stream no to way. come. Yeah, it's like okay, well, that's kind of a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Philippines, like a stream from Philippines. And yeah. Like, oh wow. <laughs> well, that was one thing in California. I I would like to go get sushi, and when I came out here, the thought of going to get sushi, I was like, there's no ocean around. This is not fresh food. You know, luckily I found some pretty good sushi places in town, but just I had the same kind of uh, hesitation. It was like, this stuff is not from here. This is not going to be fresh. Yeah. That's the thing over there is like, okay, we know that the fish that we buy was probably just delivered from the boats this morning. And mm-hmm. that's why we don't mm-hmm. have on the supermarkets, we don't have fish on Mondays. And it's because uh, the fishing boats don't work on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So there is no fish on the supermarkets on Mondays. Okay. Uh, because it's fresh, you know, every day. Yeah. Very interesting. So actually, the, the best meal I've ever had was down in Mexico. It was uh, ceviche. Mm-hmm. And we went out fishing, Yeah, went on a fishing trip, caught the fish. You caught some yellowtail and, and some other stuff. We pulled up on the beach, and they cooked it up for us right there. Yeah. So that, that type of fresh food yeah. is. Yeah, that's, that's why the food is better. It's mostly products. Mm-hmm. It's not like we are better cooks or whatever. You know? it's like yeah, yeah. Whatever, I, I was in Costa Rica, yes, uh, last month, and the same. They, they brought this lobster. Mm. They just straight from the sea it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah it's know. as fresh as it gets well it's kind of that's better than what you can get in a red lobster right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you, the other day we talked and you told me another interesting fact about your diet mm-hmm. what go ahead and explain it sounds like you guys eat a lot of pork yep and i, I want you to tell a story what's what's yeah. behind that we we eat a lot of pork and almost every meal we eat pork every day uh the reason is because of the reconquista which is uh, Spain was um, invaded, I guess, or was Muslim territory for mm-hmm. hundreds of years, you know, since the 600s to the 1500s was Muslim territory. 600 BC to yep. 1500 BC-ish. Yep, correct. Okay. So that's when the Muslims were, um, they conquered the whole peninsula where, where Spain is. and. Mm-hmm. So when the Reconquista started, which is when the Spanish people start to kick in, or the Christians start to kick in the Muslims out of the peninsula, um, well, Muslims can not eat pork, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you know if there is a spy between you? So in every meal, you just eat pork. If there is a guy not eating pork, they just cut his head off, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> extreme punishment. Yeah. But. Yeah. So do you know much about the history of what, what spurred why were why was Spain taken over by Muslims, and then why was it all of a sudden in 1500 people said I had enough and kicked them out? Okay, so the reason is because on that time the, the territories from you know uh, Egypt and, and Arabia and Morocco, all those territories, those are those were their golden era, right? Of those territories, they were powerful. Big armies, technology. Mm. So I mean, they conquered another territories, right? If you study a little bit of, of history, you know. The... And, and you're saying those, the Morocco and those other countries, were those Muslim countries? Yeah. And, yeah. and so they were just coming in, conquering yeah, they more just, territory. You know, yeah, they just okay. went north, you know, and from the the north of Africa 
to the south of Spain is just a, a two-hour boat mm, mm, so from mm. the northern part, part of Africa to the southern part of Spain. So mm -hmm. it was an easy yeah. path, right, from mm -hmm. the Muslims to just go to Europe, mm -hmm. just go through that. That's the easiest path to, part to go up. Mm -hmm. So he just went up, and then they started conquering that territory. And then, I mean, they were there for a lot of years. So a lot of all the yeah. Spanish vocabulary actually come from the, the the language there Arabic that they were speaking right and, uh, really I yeah. I thought that Spain uh, Spanish was a Latin it is language. a mix yeah but it's it's uh, a mix yeah there is a lot of words that come from the Arabic and then yeah it's, it's Latin too but because oh. the Romans were first right first were the Romans mm -hmm. then were the Muslims and then was the Reconquista wow okay so what what uh, kicked off the Reconquista why why all of a sudden after a thousand years did well, they? you want to like the tell that the people? Sure. I mean, yeah, give, give, me both, give me both versions. So the tell is actually for where I come from. I come from the mountains on the north. So remember the Muslims started in the south and then they okay. start going up, right? Uh -huh. So the south of Spain is pretty flat and you go mm -hmm. up easy. But then you get to the north part and then where I come from is all mountains. So, I mean, they come from the warm weather and... okay. Uh, those mountains are not warm. So mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. kind of struggle. So the people was hiding in that territory on the mountains. Um, and it was this local guy, kind of a king, you can call it, from the Spanish people. Mm -hmm. uh, his name was Pelayo. Um, and it seems like he liked the Muslim daughter of the boss of the territory or whatever. Uh -huh. So they're... The guy wasn't happy with the Muslim guys. So it was like, we're going to kill those guys. And then they went to the mountains, tried to get them. So Pelayo had there like 40 guys mm -hmm. throwing rocks to the 300 Muslims that is, you know, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you're not going to touch my daughter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's how it started, kind of, to say. Then then after that, then Pelayo saw the uh, Virgin Maria, so the um, Jesus' mother there, show up and say, you need to conquer, uh, you need to kick these Muslims out of the peninsula mm. and uh, conquer the territory back for the Christians. And there's a church there actually in the middle of the mountains that the only thing there is, is uh, it's a pretty cool church. Uh, it's called Covadonga. Um, what does it's, that mean? It's, Covadonga is where, where it happened. So it's because it was the Virgin of Covadonga, the one that show up. So it's mm. the, the, the place where it's supposedly to happen. So on that time, on the, you know, this was, was probably the 800s. Okay. Um, they built kind of like a small chapel in a cave, which is where the Virgin show up. And then, you know, a long time after that, now it's a big cathedral really close by to that small church. And it's the, the cathedral the cathedral of Covadonga, which is in, in the middle of the mountains. Oh, okay, okay. And you, from what I can tell, you guys have cathedrals all over. Yeah, you go to every city and then there is a cathedral but if you go to the south there is also a lot of a lot of the church are muslim looking if you go to sevilla okay or if you go to granada uh -huh. um la alhambra in granada which is a big castle that was a muslim castle so there is a lot of the i guess the architecture in the north of spain and the uh -huh. south of spain is really difficult okay uh really different sorry because sure. you know muslims start in the south so most of the so you're saying the ones in the south, they are they're Christian churches, but they have a Muslim look to them because they were conquered. Yeah. They were Muslim at once. They were conquered, yeah. taken over, and then repurposed. Mm -hmm. So what's what's the difference between a, you know, a, a, a south 
Muslim architecture versus the Northern Christian architecture? I mean, how can you tell the difference? I guess I'm not an expert in art, but okay, you know, sure. like Gothic and mm -hmm. how they look is like Notre Dame doesn't look the same as, you know, Santiago's Cathedral. Like okay. This like, I don't know. Like, I guess the- So you're saying the, the Muslim the architecture is are, more Gothic? The, the, no, the Muslims are more like rounded with okay. a lot of colors, and okay. then there is like light, light colors and reddish, and then the the Christians. Actually, the Muslims in that in that time, their skills and architecture that was so far ahead of really? the, the Christians in Spain. Oh yeah, they were like everything in technological. So their buildings were incredibly advanced compared with the buildings that the Christians were building at that time. Uh -huh. If you go to La Alhambra, they had this system where they bring the water from down to up to to, to water the gardens. They, they really? just did it with weights and whatever. So it was really? like... So they were they, elevating water. Yeah, and we are talking hill. like 600 BC, something wow. like that. So, and it's a pretty cool garden that they were maintaining coal and how they did these things on the south too. You know, with the shadows and with the to to keep it cold to, really? to be able to and be and that's outside. still there today. Oh yeah, Alhambra is. I don't know if I read that is the second most visited monument in Europe after uh, uh, the Tour Eiffel in France or something like that. Really? Yeah. You should Google it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fascinating. Yeah. So, what are some of the other big cathedrals or or big? Um, I don't know. Is, is it museums or is it just all cathedrals? Is it castles? What? What? I'm not beating art. I'm sure we have great museums, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I probably haven't been other yeah. than the Guggenheim. Well, Picasso was Spanish, wasn't he? Was yeah. Picasso Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay. That's more in you know Catalonia and yeah, yeah. So, so what other what other cathedrals are you gonna find? I mean, if you go to Barcelona, you have La Sagrada Familia, which is a, a pretty cool one by Gaudí. You know, Gaudí is also kind of famous architect from Barcelona. He had a lot of cool buildings. And when was he around? Oh, Gaudí wasn't that, uh, he wasn't that long ago. He was probably in the 1800s, 19, early 1900s, something <laughs> like that. Sure? That's so funny because if you're talking about 1800s in America, that's... Yeah, I, I mean, guess, yeah. That's <laughs> two-thirds of our nation's history ago. Yeah, but the cathedral in my hometown was built in the 1500s or 1600s. Sure. So it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a huge difference. Yeah. And from what I could tell when I was going over some of the history, it seemed like a lot of, I mean, you're telling me about the Reconquista. Mm -hmm. A lot of these wars were, I mean, seemingly driven by religion. Is that right? Yeah. It was super Christian and out of the rules, and I saw a movie no long time ago. That it was pretty cool. It was about that time. Um, everything, right? It was through the the chair has to approve almost everything, and then mm -hmm. even that you have the king, he needs to do the approval of the the church for everything, mm -hmm. and the church put the rules. And yeah, hmm. it's been like that. It was like that for a long time. And then how Spain become one of the biggest empires, you know, after the 1500s when America was discovered is like bringing Christian the Christianity to yeah the, to the world it was yeah yeah to the people that don't know God right and mm -hmm. which you know if you read a little bit it was like they come here to America and it's like okay do you believe in God no okay head out do you mm. believe in God mm. no okay the out. third person's like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah whatever you say yeah wow that's fascinating so how do, I mean it it has really strict religious roots. 
Mm-hmm. How does that show up today? Is it still a really uh, you know strict rule following religious culture, or has it has it liberalized a lot from that? Oh, it's it's much different now, but. I think it's more because of the civil war in Spain, because the civil war, which was right before the Second World War, so I think the civil war in Spain started in the 36, if I'm not wrong. 1936? Uh, yeah. So we're talking just before World just War Just before World War. And then it ended right when Second World War started, which it was, it ended in the 38, 39. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the conservative church supporting the conservative army against the Republicans, which were the liberals at that time, which was a government, Republican government. So uh, help me understand that a little bit, because if in America today you talk about Republican, that's your conservative side, and your Democrats, your more liberal side. Yeah. Yeah, But you're telling me conservative. The Republican government was actually the progressive. Yeah. The Republican ideas was the progressive. Because it was a republic. Mm. So instead of government by the church. Instead of a monarchy uh, that we had before, okay, okay. so we had this still the king, right? So yeah, yeah, the yeah. king have to leave Spain mm-hmm. because the republic, which was the liberals, took government, so we didn't want a monarchy anymore. It was more a liberal government back down the twenties, mm-hmm. um, you know, arts and all that. So the monarchy supporters, which were the conservative, didn't like that very much. So. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a large percentage of the population, or was that just the half. the high class? No. Uh, the, yeah, I the mean oligarchy. the high the high class was definitely supported of the monarchy because back, they're rich off of it. Yeah, but, uh, at that time you need to be part of that. Sure, people to be rich, right? Mm-hmm. You need to mm-hmm. be like a I don't know how you call it a conde or a whatever. You have to have a title mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be rich, right? So yeah, they support that. They had the money and supported the monarchy, of course. Oh, okay. So was the Republican movement, that liberal movement, was that really popular amongst the But I the don't population? think we call it a Republican. It was a republic. Republic. Got yeah. it. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Was that really popular among the Well, it was an election, right? It was, it, was, it was an election, and then it won, mm-hmm. and then there was a vote. Uh, but then the army said no, and then mm. it was a, yeah, so 30, fight. I mean, if you're talking uh, in the 30s— did, did you hear any stories from grandparents? I mean, I got to talk to my grandfather about World War II, and that's kind of, I mean, that's the same time period. That's. Yeah. Did you get to have any of those conversations? I try, but my grandparents don't like to talk about it. They were kids when, when that happened. So my, gr- my grandmother actually w- was an orphan be- because of the war, so both of her parents got killed. So it was her and a brother, and then she was really, really young, like seven year seven eight something like that mm-hmm. so then she went to the system of that time so you can't believe how that system was it was a war so i mean yeah. you have a eight-year-old <laughs> lost their parents um so she was an orphan and then she grew up just being like a servant in a rich people house and uh-huh. then, uh and then when i was like 20 something i was in college i then found out that my grandmother was uh an alphabet? Uh, you, she didn't know how to write and read. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know until uh, that time. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, what? Really? That, that kind of shocked me. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> but, I mean, at that age, you're going through civil war. You're yeah. an orphan. You, she probably didn't. Did she have schooling at all? I don't It was a war, so it was yeah. four years. And then after that, she didn't have parents. So I don't think she won. But I tried, and she's like, I don't want to talk about it. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear any other stories? Stories, uh, aunts, uncles? Um, did, 
Yeah, more for my mother's side, they, they kind of tell more stories. So my my great-grandfather was, was in jail. Oh, no, my great-grandfather was killed. My grandfather... Yeah, my grandfather was in jail mm -hmm. because he was part of the Republic supporter. So he was in jail during the war. Well, I mean, um, was he at some sort of rally? They picked him up, or did they just come around knocking on doors? Did they? How did? That... Okay, so it was. It was kind of like after the Civil War. Was, these are a small town, so somebody's like that guy is like mm. Republic, or that guy is, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and then the Greece, the, the army came, like took it. Like you been. No, there there was no due process. You at didn't the time. like somebody. It's like that guy. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of like that. I mean, he probably was part of the republic because of that part of my family. You can, I mean, my family was never religious, so mm -hmm. back that time, if you are religious, you were part of that the side, and yeah. if you were not, then you're part of this side. So oh, okay, kind of. So even though uh, we look at it as a you know moving from monarchy to a republic, it was still a religious battle. Yeah, yeah. But the rules on that time, if you look at Spain after the Civil War, it's like the woman couldn't um, wear shirts above the knee. Mm -hmm. um, of course, the women were super oppressed by that time. They mm -hmm. had to, you know, they were just home. They didn't work. And mm -hmm. then all the people on the government making decisions were men and... and mm -hmm. And all that you cannot kiss on the street, or you know, really, if you get pregnant, you have to marry mm, and, uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And we grow up with that. And then the the government and the church control everything that was on TV first in the radio and then on TV. Mm -hmm. So it was it was this part of the government that all they did was like see what is gonna be on TV on all the movies, and they cut the parts where it's like there is sex or oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah they cut them. In American movies, cut, 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 cut. that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cut out the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't watch this. So it probably a lot of propaganda too. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was one TV, and it was mm -hmm. government TV, and then yeah, everything was yeah super strict. And then when Franco died, then it was like an explosion, and then everything you could see on TV was boobs. Some uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> like it, yeah. All, total... all the movies in the eighties, Bruno's Bain are like man, naked people. Really, <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a, uh, you know, you, you repress something long enough, and like you yeah. say, it explodes. Yeah. And how, so, how is that today? Has that has it come back? Is it still that way? Has it kind of softened? Is it more conservative? I mean, no, I don't think it's conservative at all. If you go to the beach in Spain, you know, half of the girls are topless, and mm -hmm. people see it normal. So for mm -hmm. that part, and I don't think the people is super religious anymore. Actually, the churches are struggling to find priests and. Really, there is all the priests coming from South America now, because you know there is no more people getting into religious, and that's one of the things that shocked me because you go there in church on Sundays and in Spain, and there is only old people. I mean, you really see really mm. few young people, and then you go here in the United States. You know, I go with my wife, and it's like it's packed, and there's uh, yeah. kids, and there's families, and there is everything. I guess uh, you know, different because of. Religious was so involved in the war that then the people as mm -hmm. kind of resent probably mm -hmm. that. Oh sure, yeah, you kind of get tired of it. How does your like say your population view say your grandparents? So in America, the reason I'm asking this in America, you know, 
our grandparents, we call it, you know, they're the greatest generation. They're the ones that grew up through the Great Depression. They went and fought in the war, mm-hmm. you know, you know, say we kept, you know, the world free and all this. And, and we look at them as the greatest generation. I, I have a great deal of respect for my grandfathers that fought in the war. They didn't fight in the world wars, but they, you know, stopped the monarchy, got to a republic, more of a democratic system of government, I think. I don't know what it is today, but is there that same sort of reverence for for that generation there, or is it different? I don't know, because I would, I guess my grandparents' generation was still kids during that time. Mm-hmm. So You really got to go to your great-grandparents, I guess. Yes, and then my great-grandparents, I don't remember. I wasn't told much about them mm-hmm. ever, so mm-hmm. um, I couldn't tell you, but I, I think what we see that generation is more as... I mean, they have anything. They're like they were a farmer. Everything they eat is because they made it mm-hmm. in the back of their house. And then mm-hmm. my mother grew up like taking care of the cows. And mm-hmm. and you know, my grandparents still have like chickens and pigeons and mm-hmm. rabbits and just a garden on the back because the biggest thing in that generation was just eating mm-hmm. survival. <laughs> yeah. So it was like they were just you know. You, they they know how to farm and they know how to take care of animals because the most important thing at that time is just getting food on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's really different because I guess the generation you are talking about here in the United States, it was more like engineers and doctors and you know mm. people that study and mm-hmm. build businesses and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. over there it was like you know having a cow that was yeah. a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess. Well, I mean, there's. Uh, we're in the Midwest. There's a lot of, uh, you know, this is a farming area. There's a lot of respect for farmers and, mm-hmm. you know, keep food on the table and keep America running and things like that. But interesting. Okay. So you mentioned, we kind of talked about the cathedrals. There is, is there some sort of pilgrimages and stuff that go through Spain? At- yeah. The way, Santiago's way. Okay. There is a movie. Can you explain that? There is a movie. You can check it out. It's called The Way. Uh-huh. And my father loved this. He's done this, I don't know how many times, like 15 times already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's also but, religious. And you said your your father's not really, your family's not that religious, no, correct? No, But he still likes to part. He's not religious, part. but he's a spiritual. Okay, so I guess, okay, okay, I'm with you. You know? Yeah. Um, so he believes in something. It mm-hmm. is like, you know, when you grow up in this part of, you know, this type of, we only had one type of religion in Spain. You mm-hmm. know, it was like, the Christians, the Catholics. That was the yeah, whole. Yeah, it was always like forced the whole thing. from the monarchy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and nothing else. I mean, there was not the freedom of religion. It's like, no, you are Catholic, mm-hmm. you live here. And mm-hmm. if you don't, then you better live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was all. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for that part. So, yeah, he loved the way, and then he say that um, it make him feel, you know, just by walking. So the people started in the south of France, and then they walked to uh, the west of, all, all through the north of Spain to the west, to Santiago de Compostela, which is where the Santiago's um, Cathedral is, what you call James? Yeah. James the Great, Yeah, this right? was a big discussion beforehand. We yeah. had to do some Googling, and that's actually where, to my understanding, they think James, which was yeah. a direct disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. is buried. Yeah, that's because so that's some pretty deep religious roots. Because apparently he was he left Jerusalem right to walk to the end of the wall, and by that time the end of the wall, so the the western part mm-hmm. of the wall mm-hmm. was Finisterre, which means end of uh, end of the 
del uh, earth mm-hmm. if you from the latin is finisterre it comes like the the last part of the earth oh, okay is in the west point of spain like kind of okay. in the corner mm-hmm. it's called finisterre and so he walked all the way to the end of the earth and then he, he died there and that's why it's buried so doing the santiago's way is doing the same thing he did following the path yeah so. but it's not starting in Jerusalem, no. is it? Okay. It's usually, I don't know why, but start kind of from that. South is, of France. Is there a, a cathedral or is there some sort of where it started? Uh, monument where it starts or is it just Man, kind of I a, was I, take my father was here, he will tell you like one hour of the history of that. But yeah, I know yeah, yeah. I I know there is a town where you start. I just don't know the reason why you start there. Sure. But it yeah. it it's a trail and it goes mm-hmm. to this. And then there is another ways that people does too, from the south of Portugal to the Santiago. Mm-hmm. And then there is the old path, which is more like a Roman path that goes a little bit south. So yeah, and people, there is a lot of people that walk that. I mean, summer is packed. You just go through those roads. It's, it's something people do every year. Oh yeah, yeah, every year it's packed. How many people are we talking? When you say a lot of people, oh, it's... I don't know. I could tell you a million people at least really? per year, M- something like that. Wow, that big? Maybe it's too much. I don't know. But there is. You go to Santiago where, where they are arriving every day. That you go to the cathedral, there is a bunch of people. Really. Like, Thousands of people coming with the backpacks. Sure. Because the thing is, you just get a backpack, and then you just walk, mm-hmm. and then you sleep like in this albergues we call I don't know hostel kind of hostels, which mm-hmm. are not hostels because you pay like five bucks to sleep, and it's a big room with mm-hmm. bunk beds and twenty people sleeping. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> if you don't like that, you can get a hotel. Airbnb. But that's, yeah. yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's the authentic, right? You sleep in the in the waste hostels, and then yep. you get uh, you get a stamp every every certain point and then when you get to the cathedral and then you get the diploma or I don't know how you call it like the thing that tells you certificate that, yeah. yeah that you did the, how long does it take I mean you're, you're if you do the whole thing it's a month really yeah it's a month. So do you know how many miles that is Oh man, I mean, in kilo, I don't know, in miles, or, okay, we can sure, maybe yeah, do the, the thing, no, but it's not... probably like 800 kilometers so... no kidding yeah, something like that I have that. no idea what that is in miles but it sounds like a lot what, how much is a kilometer? Is it 1.6 miles? Is it, it's either something like that. could be. Or it's the opposite. It's half, yeah. It's either <laughs> a, a lot more or a lot less. Yeah. But either way, it's a long walk. Yeah. It takes a month to do. It does. And uh, you walk for 10 hours a day, and uh, that's all you do. Just go through the, these paths. The, some go close to the coast. Some go through the mountains. And, yeah. If you like that, you should, I mean, you should watch the movie Day Way, the and way. then it, you will have a feeling of it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds really. And again, it's religious, and then but it's the same like every every holiday in Spain is religious, and every um, local party, how you call it that, local uh, like the state fair, we have or fairs or mm-hmm. parties in each town, and all of them are from a saint or mm-hmm. they have a religious name, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we grow up. I mean, when I was growing up, we still have to. Pr- well, I was going to a Catholic school, but yes, pray and the mm. mornings and all that. So. Because Franco died on the eighties, so it was, yeah, different times. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So we've covered a lot of the stuff in Spain, but Spain didn't just stay on that landmass f- for a while. It covered the globe. Yes, because of the Reconquista, right? So, oh, that's when they started to expand. So when we dis- no, 
Yes and no. So okay. yes, we first kick the Muslims out of the peninsula, but it's the same. When you start kicking people out, then you get the liking of it, mm -hmm. and then you just go, okay, let's keep going south, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, okay, now we go south, now we go that way. Mm -hmm. And then it was about going, you know, Cologne, which was Italian, but he didn't get the money in Italy, so he came to Spain to the kings. Um, the Talking about Christopher Columbus. Yes. Yeah, Columbus. okay. So mm -hmm. he was Italian, but... He's Italian. He didn't get the money. Okay. He needed money to try to make find, the trip. Yeah. To find um, India. India. Yeah. So and he failed uh, miserably. Yeah. But no, he kind of he kind of did good, right? He's like, okay, I gotta go this. I gotta go the other way. But yeah. yeah. So he came to Spain and then talked to the the Catholics. Uh, uh, it was the Catholic kings. Uh, I don't know why they call them the Reyes Catholicos. Um, and then he got the money from the kings in Spain mm -hmm. give him three boats and mm -hmm. then from the south of Spain he kind of started the the pot so then of course he get there find it got back tell the kings and it's like mm, okay so now we're gonna send a bunch of mm -hmm. crusades right to mm -hmm. bring Christianity because that was the whole thing of conquering territories at that time it's like we need to bring Christianity to uh, the rest of the world first we were kicking the muslims out and now we have to keep going mm -hmm. so yeah it was america territories in africa and then they say that back i don't remember how for how long probably 100 200 years that you keep expanded and then at some time they say that the sun never set on spain because mm -hmm. it was so expanded that there's always some part of spain that mm -hmm. um that their sun is still shining and California was yeah, Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just rented to you for a dollar, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, they. I mean, I think first they landed somewhere around like Cuba, Bahamas, or something like that. Mm -hmm. They went into South America. Yeah. They got up into I don't know Texas and and California. And um, growing up, we had uh, oh they had all these missions around, and they had set all these missions along. I believe it was the one hundred and one or Highway One. And they were all like walking distance. They were one day, so you could travel to all these, and and a lot of them are still there. They're kept up, mm -hmm. you know, some, yeah. some beautiful history. But yeah, they, they come from Spain, and then everything is, you know, I grew up in San Luis Obispo County, so everything, you know, San Jose and Santa Barbara and everything has got that uh, yeah. Spanish um, fingerprint on it, I guess. Yeah, sign of your estates. All of the words here, uh, towns are like here in Iowa. You have Madrid. Mm -hmm. which is Madrid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, Ma Madrid, right? You say Madrid, well, okay. Well, there's the capital of Spain, Madrid, right? Mm -hmm. And then one one that is funny to me is Montana, because Montana is Montaña, which is just, you guys don't have the letter Ñ, which is the letter, yeah, my yeah. last name, I had to just put the N, uh -huh. because you don't have Ñ, which Montana just means mountain in Spanish. So, Seriously? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay. I had it's no idea. It's a mountain. Yeah. That's why it's called Montana. <laughs> There's a lot of mountains there, right? Yeah. So uh, Spain did a lot to, I mean, you know, they, obviously there was already indigenous people here. And I think if you go back to like the 1500s, there was some, oh, some of, uh, uh, some other culture that found like Northern Americas. But Spain did a lot to bring the culture, you know, especially the Christian cultures into the Americas. And then from what I understand, it was maybe the Spanish American war that kind of stopped 
Spanish's rule in this part of the world. Is that right? Yeah, probably that has something to be with it. I mean, at the end, it's money, right? Yeah. Same with British. It was money. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. with they lost the U.S. Mm-hmm. money. But it was the people, mostly the people that was here that was controlling these territories. They get to a point where they were not from Spain anymore. They mm-hmm. were just the descendant sure. of the sure. first guy that came Got from it. Spain, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay, I'm not from Spain. I'm Mexican. Uh, yeah. Or I'm from whatever. So why I'm paying money to these guys, yeah. this crown is like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> no, get out of here. Yeah. Take and then, yeah, you don't have the money to support fighting against the people that is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. insurrecting. So then you have to fight the other war. You have to fight the French. It's like, okay. So yeah. You end up losing everything. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that, you know, it always has to do with money and being able to fund all this stuff. Um, in my my research before this conversation, when I say research, I mean the YouTube videos I watched. Um, they actually talked about, you know, they, they came over to South America. They found all the silver. They were taking all the silver back to Spain, gathering all these riches. But that actually in, caused a bunch of inflation and actually killed their economy. Really? The the added riches. Again, I can't back this up. I can't even tell you the name of the video. So, but It's to, possible. Yeah, to talk about the economics of it. It's kind of kind of interesting. So, but the reason I'm asking these questions is, what is, you know, Spanish culture? How do you guys view America now? I mean, because you, you, in a way, you're kind of responsible for American culture, and then in a way, you know, the, the Spanish American Wars that kind of kicked Spanish out of this side of the country. So, what's you know, what's the, how do you guys view America over there? I don't know. I mean, I probably see it much different now. I've been living here for. Nine years. I don't remember much what I was thinking at that time. Sure. That I didn't know about it. So you probably didn't care. I mean, I'm probably biased now after living. I am an American now since last week. So yeah, we need <laughs> yeah. to talk about that too. Congratulations, Thank by the way. You. So um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it depends on the people because the thing with United States is everybody has the movies in mind with thinking about mm. United States. It's like everything is like in the movies, mm. right? You got mm. all these movies. But yeah. The, the Everybody the sees na- Hollywood. Yeah, the neighborhoods and all that. So it's like, I think it's America. People in Spain or on in Europe in general, they see America as the as the movies, right? So living there. That's interesting. Uh, as they pro- portray in the movies. Yeah. And then, the stories that have been told. Yeah, and then maybe also if we are gonna be biased, a little bit entitled maybe, because Americans go there with all the money, the, the ones that go there, that have yeah. the money to afford it, so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, these Americans came here with the money. Yeah. But I guess, you know, it's, uh, then we see is these videos about Americans not knowing anything about history or whatever. Well, that's like, true. They don't study there or yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, not really to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife is the teacher, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. So is mine. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I don't know. This is being biased because if you ask the Spanish about the French people, they would probably talk shit about them. And if you ask the French about the Spanish people, they would talk shit about them. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just got your citizenship just mm-hmm. this week, right? Yeah. Congratulations. Well, on last that. week, but yeah. This okay. Uh, tell me about it. I, I want to know what's that experience like. To it was get so your... weird, man. I was I was going there for like a big ceremony, right? Like I'm gonna become an American. So this is the ceremony. What What did you have to do leading oh, up to, to that to get there? Yeah, to, uh, to earn the citizenship. <clears throat> I, I mean, well, I was already a permanent resident, so I mean, I didn't need to get uh, um, 
citizenship. I could have been living here for the rest of my life with the. So Romanian. why did you? Uh well, my kids are American. My wife is American. So I just make sense and um, okay. And it's just you know I'm gonna live here for the rest of my okay. life. So you know fair. It's, 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 I guess it's better for, yeah, yeah. for everybody. And I can vote now. So yeah, if I'm gonna live in here, at least vote, right? <laughs> hey, I, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. agree. You gotta live with yeah. the, the consequences of it, yeah, so you might as well vote. Yeah. So what was the process like to to be able to get your citizenship then? Well, I mean, is there a um, test? Do you have to? Yeah. So the first is you need you need to send all the documents. So first, you need to make sure you know there's no crimes and you haven't mm -hmm. ever committed a crime. Mm -hmm. They ask you know um, if you have been married more than one time because I was applying uh, to citizenship as a permanent resident. So I I could have because I I got my um, residency because I married my wife. Okay. That's how. I, you know, I came here mm -hmm. for her, and then once you get you get that for two years, and after that they give you the permanent one. So then after that, it doesn't matter if you divorce. So they ask you like, mm -hmm. how many times have you married, and mm -hmm. what kids, and what you do for a living, have you committed any crimes? So you have to send all those documents to prove, you know, that you have a house. Mm -hmm. And then you just go there, do an interview, and then they ask you all these questions. So the the history questions are funny. Because I was doing it with my family's wife, with my wife. Yeah. And I said, okay, let's do it. And I put it all together. And it's a hundred questions that mm -hmm. and you can memorize them, but it's hundred questions. And we were doing it and I was getting more right that they were. And it's like, this is your history. How you the hell have, I know do, more. Do you still have the test? Uh, oh, that, that doesn't lie. Anybody can do it. Dude, I think we, will you come back? and give me the test <laughs> yeah. and I'll make a fool of myself on camera and show everybody yeah. how much I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Because there's things like, okay, how many senators or how many, you know, how to represent how many people is there and, and uh -huh. questions about history. Yeah. It was funny because some things I just come up natural to me. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I you know. need to come back and give me that test. We'll have a good time with that. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. then what was the ceremony like? When the ceremony was like, we get there, we're like 20 people, they give the paper to them. I almost don't get naturalized because I got a speeding ticket. No. <laughs> yeah. So I give the paper and one of the questions is, have you been cited or whatever? And they say, including traffic violations. And I put, yes. So she asked me, oh, you got a ticket? And I said, yeah, last week. I'll have you, um, what is, when is your court date? And I say, May May 18th. Okay, we cannot naturalize you. No. And I was like, what if I pay the ticket then? Okay, but you need to show us proof. <laughs> I say, okay. So I went online, pay the ticket. Okay, here's the proof. Okay, now we can naturalize Oh, it. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, okay. So after that, this go into this thing. And then the the lady there, it was two ladies, one of them that's... Um, recited the Pledge of Allegiance, mm -hmm. and then at the end, we had to say, I will, and then they tell you, okay, congratulations, you're a U.S. citizen. Was there a lot of people there, or was it just you? 20 people, and then you could bring family, so it was my wife and my, my mother-in-law, too, mm -hmm. they were there, but there weren't so many people with the other, yeah, yeah. like, I think it's because they started, like, allowing people not long ago because of COVID, mm. so I heard that before, it was more than one hour or two mm. hours, and it was on the court, and, um, on the court, so it was a judge, and then mm. the people was kind of more like individualized, and then COVID arrived, and then uh, now they split it all up. Yeah, now just excuses like we don't mm. go back. <laughs> it was too much silence, yeah, yeah, so yeah. now you just go there. 
Say I will. You're an American citizen. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Congratulations. And I want yeah. you to bring that test back so we can. <laughs> I can take it. Did is there? Uh, could your wife get naturalized in Spain? Only if we go to live there. Okay. She needs to be living there for two years. Uh-huh. And, she and can. is that a difficult process or no? To live there, she can just go and live with me. We just we we can go there and apply for residency. Mm-hmm. Um, what now? I don't know if I can because now I'm American, so I have to check that out. I don't know. Do you still have your um, citizenship there now? That so not anymore, but but I have I could go there and apply again to get my my oh, citizenship. So you actually lose your citizenship yeah. by becoming an American citizen? Yes, you have to. I think it's one of the requirements. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. But then you can go back to your country and then apply for the yeah sure for the dual citizenship. So if we wanted to go there, then we just apply to be a resident. She she will be resident because she's married to a citizen, and then after two years, she can apply for to be a mm-hmm. to have the passport. And they don't have to in Spain. You don't have to uh, renounce to your other nationality. So. She could have both, but I sure. don't. But I, again, I don't think U.S. allow you to have dual citizenship. They don't, really. Uh, I don't know, but I kind of when we were looking at it, it's like you have to renounce to the other uh, mm. citizenship to become a citizen. It's like converting religions, <laughs> right? Or changing soccer teams. <laughs> 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 because that was the question that people ask me. So now, when uh, in the World Cup. Are you gonna cheer for U.S. and Spain? Well, it's. It I will always like a cheer for question. U.S. unless they play yeah. Spain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. So, what are you doing in the U.S. now? Um, I business owner. Yeah, I have. What type of businesses? Uh, in the cleaning industry, commercial, residential, and then uh, post construction, construction too. So mostly cleaning. And then I have an um, educational program, which is how I met you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my daughter yeah. took your yeah. uh, sports exploration yeah. course. It was awesome. She loved it. Yeah. She, she really had a good time. I always tried them to have fun. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, man. Business here is, is so good. You, you guys don't know how lucky you are. Well, tell me. Explain that to me. It's not only not only just the economy and how easy it is to... If you know about anything, you just can't just start your own business and be successful and maintain yourself. Uh, but also how easy it is to, to start a business. You just you know, go to the IRS, fill out a form. They give you a employer identification number. There you go. You get a business. Mm-hmm. And then you only pay taxes on the profit that your company makes, right? How is that different in well, Spain? Well, Spain is different. First, uh, you need to uh, file a bunch of paperwork to start a business, and then you have to pay. Since mm-hmm. day one, you pay like 200 to 300 bucks a month just to have the business. Really? It doesn't matter if you're making money, if you're losing money, it doesn't matter. You have to pay that to stay in business. A month. A Two month. to $300 a month. Yeah, correct. And then. Which is, I mean, is, I don't know about Spain's economy, is two to 300 bucks a month? Is that a lot? Is that a lot? Well, little the minimum lot? wage in Spain is about, which is what a lot of people make, is about $1,000 a month. Okay. Yeah. So that's, you know, the people that. My cousins, maybe that are a little bit younger than me, can be on the fifteen hundred a month, and they some of them study, some of them are managers. If you maybe went to college, and you know the people in my generation that kind of was the last probably good generation that could get a good job after college, um, they can make three thousand a month, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 
computer engineer and a doctor. Wow. Make like four thousand a month, something like that. So, but life is much cheaper. So. Is it? Got it. Okay. I mean, when you compare, but if with those numbers, start a business and you're paying two to three hundred dollars, yeah. that makes I actually it, had a business in Spain before I moved here. That makes it difficult to get your yeah. foot in the door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To get something started. Yeah, because then you have to account for paying that for you know mm -hmm. a year plus everything you have to pay just to make your business lease grow. your property. Yeah pay for your material, whatever, you're paying employees, but if, whatever Even if you are going to be like a photographer. Okay. You had to Just pay. Just a freelancer. Yeah. You, you, because you're you had to pay that. taxes. Yeah. Oh, so okay. you have to set yourself as a as a freelancer uh -huh. to be able to pay taxes as a freelancer. you got to pay those 200 Two bucks a month. Wow. To be a, you know, make pictures at your house or whatever. So yeah. is there, uh, what does that create? Does that create more of a, is there more of a business owner class? I mean, is, does it separate into two classes where you have your upper class and your lower class where America, maybe you have a more of a population than middle class. I don't, do you know what I'm asking? Yeah. 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 I don't know what it creates is a lot of people that will start their own business on just doing cash. Like if you're going to be a photographer, mm, then you just I see. do cash. Yeah. And you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to do this, whatever. That's what it creates at the end. So Spain is actually missing out on a lot of tax dollars by yeah. doing that. I guess, yeah. Not that I'm a economist or tax expert, yeah. but. The same, right? The house cleaner. Uh -huh. The lady that is cleaning houses there is like, man, I don't want to pay 200 bucks a month. If the minimum salary is a thousand bucks and she's making a thousand bucks and she has to pay 200 just to be able to clean houses. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, pay me in cash. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, yeah. But yeah, here is, I mean, it's amazing. You just you put your paperwork in, then you got your business, and you start doing business, and, and then the economy is like, if you're any good at what you do, and mm -hmm. you can make a great living here, yes, man, being good at what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that that's not that easy there. There is all the people that is really good. I mean, I have this friend. Bilingual, speaks Spanish, English. Um, I got a degree and a master, and then mm -hmm. he can find a job like you know where we live. If he wants a job, he needs to go to Madrid or Barcelona, like mm -hmm. you know, big cities. And I, I don't think that happens here. I think you know, I mean, Iowa, is, you can get a job of anything. A lot of people move here because it's a great economy. But I'm pretty sure if you go to Texas, you you can be an engineer mm -hmm. to find fine engineer. California, whatever. Well, yeah, maybe not California. It's just so expensive. But uh, <laughs> you can get a good job. You just can't. Yeah, afford you, to live there. Yeah, exactly. You just can buy a house or. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's great, man. It's like, just, you guys are so lucky. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it's treating you so well. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Sounds like you're gonna stick around for a while. I mean, I'd, yeah. otherwise my mother-in-law is gonna kick me out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she always tells us. You are not. You are not going back to Spain until I die. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, she said. Well, at least with my daughter, yeah. and my grandkids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leave the grandkids here. Yeah. You can go back. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, man, I really appreciate you coming on to talk to me. This was awesome. I love learning about this stuff. So yeah. I really appreciate it. Is there anything that you want to? I mean, you own a couple businesses. That do you mm -hmm. have anything that people need to check out? Any services? You have a cleaning business. I'm going to be using you when I when I move out of here. I'm. You need to try it. to test the app. I'm trying to create an app that is kind of like Uber, but for house cleaning. It's been a while because you know. The Does it have? An, can people download it? Yeah, it's already in the app store. It's called Cleaners List. Cleaners List. Yeah, I'm. This is still in beta testing, so there, I only have four cleaners registered. Um, hopefully, I will get the last version up. This 
month. Okay. And, and all those no cleaners are in Des Moines, Iowa right Correct. now? Correct, yeah. Right okay. now it's only Because it's in Iowa. beta. Yeah. So these I'm, are all people you know. And then you're hoping this opens up nationwide, worldwide? Oh, What's, yeah. That's the thing here, right? Yeah. The good thing about the United States, and I always discuss it with my uh, my brother-in-law. He's, he owns business there in Spain. And he, their business is from his parents. They do they do great. They are national. But it's what we always talk. It was being being a national business in Spain, you live well. But if you made it in the United States and you made it national, man, that's, it's huge. It's like a mm. like hundred times mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. because of the size and sure. the economy. And sure, all sure. So, yeah. The idea is like you start in the morning, which I think is a great, great place to start any type of business in the United States because it, it has everything, right? So if you made it work in Iowa, uh-huh. it, it works everywhere in the United States. Really? Yeah. Explain because, that to me. Well, California is really big, right? Sure. So anything that you do in California, you will have a niche of odd people that yep. might like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then that population won't be the same as in Nebraska or in, I don't know, mm-hmm. somewhere in the South or North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Iowa is another type of population. It's okay. more, maybe less diverse as a smaller, uh-huh. so one million, right? The more. Yeah. So if you are able to make it work mm-hmm. here, that means that the majority of the people is gonna like it. It doesn't matter where mm-hmm. type of sure, sure. diversity they have. Okay. So then you translate that to California and more people, more diversity, but mm-hmm. you already make it work in a smaller, less di- diverse territory. Mm-hmm. So then it's easier to make it, I, I don't know how to explain it, like, that everybody will like sure when you make a movie for example yeah that's you great make, so if cl- you make a movie in california you might have a niche of people that like it mm-hmm. because it's what they like mm-hmm. but in iowa it's kind of like everybody has to like it yeah yeah maybe less diversity i don't know yeah less right. people too huh? a million yeah yeah okay good so that was cleaners list Mm-hmm. It's on the App Store right now. Android, yeah. Apple, both? Yeah, both. Okay, I'll go yeah. download it. I really appreciate you coming on, man. I need you to come back so you can give me that test. Yeah. We'll have a good time with that. <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening to this, I am still looking. I have a few more people lined up that I'm going to have conversations with. Uh, I'd love to actually find somebody. I don't know if you know anybody. Uh, somebody from Mexico with a really cool story um, with Cinco de Mayo coming up. I think that'd be a fun thing to do. Also, if you know anybody from the Ukraine with everything going on, but I have a few others lined up that'll be coming out. Uh, some that uh, deal more with different religions. Um, some that deal mo- with more different cultures. So if you know anybody, send me a message on Instagram or any of the social medias, and I'd love to talk to them. And with that, Raul, thanks for coming on. Yeah. And we're done, man. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs>